0: Did you know the United States ranks worst out of 40 countries for paid maternity leave? And in the United States, parents pay on average $1,100 a month for child care for toddlers. It's stats like this that are exactly why I started my networking group, the Amplify Her Networking Group, which is focused on building community with women to make more money, connect each other with dream partners and clients, Learn how to price our services, products, workshops, and classes, and just talk transparently about how much we're making, how much we're spending on childcare, how much we're adjusting our lives to fit these boxes that have been made for us. I truly believe that when you have community, you create change and you create confidence. The next Amplify Her networking group meeting is on Wednesday, April 5th, and I would love to see you there. You can head to www.amplifyhermedia.com backslash networking your first meeting is free 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 so sign up through the form on my website that i just listed for your first meeting if you've joined before and you want to come back as a member you can join on that page and there's also a drop-in page so you can drop into a meeting anytime after your first meeting i can't wait to see you on april 5th at 1 p.m eastern standard time Hello everyone and welcome to the Amplify Her podcast. I am your host Christina Singh and the Amplify Her podcast is all about amplifying and uplifting women's voices and stories. Welcome to a solo episode of the show. These episodes are pretty short and sweet most of the time and just a moment for me to kind of ramble like a mad woman. Um, about any topic I desire that's coming to mind <laughs> throughout the week. So obviously I feel like this week has been so incredibly heavy um, for so many of us. I think especially for those of us in the United States this week, um, as we had to process and deal with another school shooting happening in our country. And um, I want to do a a longer episode about that topic because I think it's incredibly important. Um, for now, I want to send everyone just some deep, deep love because this is not normal. This is not something we will ever get used to. This is not a normal way to live our lives. Um, I especially want to send lots of love to parents out there and to teachers out there. Um, I myself am absolutely terrified for my son to go to school. Um, And... I'm terrified for him. Yeah, I. I and that, that just should not be the case. Um, I've seen a lot of videos circulating around and I just want to say, like, if you're a teacher and you want to, like, walk out of your school as a unit, I fully support that. Like, I don't know if there's a fund going on to pay teachers for a while as they're walking out of their classrooms, but... Honestly, like, at this point, I just feel like if every teacher in America walked out of their classroom and didn't come back until gun reform happened, like, something would happen. And if every parent didn't put their kid in school until gun reform happened, like, something would happen and if we voted these people out of office who are being supported by the NRA something would happen. So, Lord, I know I said I wasn't going to talk about it very much, but here I go. I just, yeah, there's uh, women, you're powerful. You're so powerful. And we are we are the ones that are primarily in these roles at schools of teachers. Um, women are more likely to be in the position that teaches in school. Uh, why did I say it like that? Women are lo- more likely to be teachers <laughs> versus men. And you know, obviously, we've talked about domestic labor on this show, and women are more likely to be taking care of their children. And dropping them off at school and picking them up from school so I think women have a lot of power in changing this in in our in our country and I think we're being um, I think we're being told we don't have a lot of power um, and I just don't find that to be true I've seen a lot of videos um, of protests going on. I think they're amazing of people calling out elected officials and that's 100% what needs to happen. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to do a deeper episode on this coming up because this feels so, so deeply important and, um, and I'm not okay. And I don't think anyone should be okay with this right now. Um, gosh, it just feels like a whirlwind of a week. Um, one thing that's great is Trump got indicted today. Um, I'm recording this on Thursday. So, wow. It, I mean, the thing that's playing in my head is like, you know, that scene in Frozen when um, Anna wakes up and she realizes it's coronation day and she sings a whole song about it. That's like all I can think of right now is it's coronation day. Um, <laughs> So that was a bright spot in... <laughs> my day this afternoon. Um, oh my gosh. I I also want to acknowledge that today is International Trans Visibility Day. Um, and so I want to send a huge, huge, huge amount of love and strength to the trans community and non-binary community today. Um, I think there is just an abysmal amount of attacks and legislation that's horrific and um, unfair and dehumanizing against trans people right now and and so I want to send so much love to the trans community um, and just say if you know, trans women are women, trans men are men, non-binary humans are non-binary. And I just support y'all so, so much. And I can't wait to have more trans women on this show um, and more trans voices and non-binary voices on this show. That's a huge goal of mine. Um, I just want you to know that you are so loved and so needed in this world. And I'm so grateful that you're here. Man, what a heavy week. <laughs> what a heavy freaking week. Um, let's talk about something that's not as heavy, I guess I should say. I I mean, it, it's definitely not as heavy. Um, my son has become obsessed with a new show. And I learned about this show from one of my best friends who found it on Disney Plus. It's called Mira Royal Detective. And it's about a little Indian girl. It's a cartoon. It's about a little Indian girl who is a detective for a royal family in India. And she solves mysteries. And she has two mongoose sidekicks called Miku and Chiku. And my son is obsessed. And I could cry because I feel like this show is... Also helping me heal my inner child just so I can get, you know, like, just let me be dramatic about this for a second. It is so amazing to see a little Indian girl have her own show on television and have so much of India's culture just be the bedrock and the framework for all of the moments in this show. And so many things in Indian culture that people would just not know about in this show that like there are things that I don't even know about, you know, that I haven't been exposed to in my upbringing. And this show highlights so much of the beauty and the magic of Indian culture Um and the cast is really cool and the music's really good. Um, and I love that my son is watching a show with a little Indian girl solving mysteries and she's the main character and she gets to, you know, use her smarts and her intellect to solve mysteries. Um, So if you have a little one, I highly recommend Mira, Royal Detective. And it's like taken up so much of my brain. I have the theme song in my head on a constant loop. But it's one of those shows where I'm like, yeah, let's totally watch it. Because one of the things that, you know, I I don't post my son on my socials for Amplify Her Media or I used to and then I decided I'm not comfortable with that anymore and um, I know I talk about my experience with being a mother and my life and my son but um, something that folks might not know because I don't post him you know very often is that um, so I'm half Indian and I'm also like Irish and Scottish and my mom is white. So um, I'm half Indian and my dad is from India. And um, so a lot of my life, I've been immersed in Indian culture. um, But I also have been immersed in white culture and, um, you know, just whiteness in general. And so I think that I tend to present my, um, experience with whiteness before I present my experience with being Indian. And with that, um, comes a whole host of things. But I think that, you know, when people see me, um, people don't really know what ethnicity I am right away. Um, and, Same with even Indian people, like they don't know right away sometimes. And um, I think it's so interesting because I am perceived as being a woman of color, which I am, but culturally I have been very entrenched in whiteness. But I also have been very, very entrenched in Indian culture. And I grew up around it constantly and I am yeah, I'm incredibly familiar. There are a lot of things I'm not familiar with. Like, for example, I don't speak the language of Hindi or Punjabi where my family's from. Uh, And I understand a lot of it, um, but I don't speak it. And I also didn't grow up practicing Hinduism. So I know some of the elements of hinduism but i don't know a lot of like the ceremony a lot of the elements of it a lot of the myths um and lore of hinduism i also um don't know like little things in the culture sometimes i i was around i mean india is a very is very entrenched in the patriarchy and i grew up in an environment where yes, in America, I'm entrenched in the patriarchy. But I grew up in an environment with a single mother who was white, who is a feminist, and who, like, I did not have the exposure to the culture of immense patriarchy in my household, like maybe my half siblings did. And so for me, I also am not super familiar with like, some of the customs that differentiate men and women in Indian culture a lot of the time, um, which can definitely be practiced pretty significantly in, in on my dead side of the family. So all this to say, <laughs> seeing this show of this little girl who is in India using her her brain and her smarts to figure out these mysteries. And there's this showcasing of beautiful culture and these small moments. It's also teaching me, you know, like it's teaching me about a lot of the things that I don't n- really know about. And a lot of the things that I wasn't exposed to. Um, and something that's been really, really important to me in raising my son is, um, but, oh my God, I forgot my point of what I was originally making. I've talked for so long. Jesus. Um, What I was going to say is that my husband has dark hair, and, but he's white, and I'm half white, and I, you know, I look like I'm a person of color, but I'm light-skinned. Our son came out with blonde hair and blue eyes. Like, my son looks nothing like either one of us like he got all of the recessive traits because both of my grandparents on my my side on my mom's side and then my um husband's grandparents like they're both blonde haired and blue-eyed or my both of our grandfathers are. and my son was like, I'll take those jeans thanks um, And so my son doesn't look Indian <laughs> at all um, but he is. And so my goal has been to expose him to a lot of Indian culture because I want him to know his family. I want him to know where his family comes from. I want him to be immersed in Indian culture, you know, as much as I can, similar to how I was. And he loves it and he, it's just normal to him. And, you know, he loves, um, the song Natu Natu from RRR. It's his favorite song in the entire world. Um, It's played pretty much every day, or at least we sing it every day. Um, He loves Bollywood movies and Bollywood songs, and now he loves Mira, Royal Detective. Um, And so it just gives me such an immense amount of pride as a mom to be like, oh, I have an another option um, of showing him something that can help him understand this culture in this world that is a part of his life, but may not be seen so obviously as a part of his life. Um, and so uh, this is a 10 minute discussion on Mira, <laughs> Royal Detective, to just say I genuinely, deeply wholeheartedly appreciate representation. And it goes so much deeper than people think it does. I think there's a lot of ignorant folks out there who talk about representation in a way where people are just trying to tick boxes. And I think that there's a big misconception that representation is just trying to tick a bunch. bunch of boxes but what people don't understand is that for so long all of those boxes were ticked for a very specific audience all of those people were shown for a very specific audience but there were all these other people who weren't seeing themselves represented in the mediums that we consume who didn't know that that was like truly an option. (laughs) Like I remember when I was growing up seeing Bend It Like Beckham and I remember so, so deeply just being like, wait, what? (laughs) And me just feeling so, um, shocked when, she you know got with her coach you know or um that like she was represented this you know the the main character in *Ben* like beckham was like represented um so deeply in that film um i remember moments like that i remember you know people of color starting to have more representation in film in ways that weren't stereotyped and feeling like oh my god or like diverse bodies being represented and it's not ticking a box to me. It's just like making me feel like I exist in the world and I actually, like, truly exist in the world. It's not just, and, and like, there's value to my existence. And it seems so silly, but like, when you're never ever seen in media or on yeah in, in media like you're not going to know that you have value if everything you see around you isn't you and it there's a huge huge long way to go um but if you don't ever see your stories um or hear them represented you're not going to think that your that that your story is normal or meaningful or exists in in the same realm as everyone else's stories. Um, So, yeah, I just love the representation of this show because it's making me reflect in all of these ways and think about the fact that, you know, I am raising a white man, (laughs) which is so strange. I never thought that that would be the case, (laughs) but I am. And I want him to be aware of all of the different people in the world, all of the different cultures in the world, and that they're all important and deserve to be shown and he needs to learn about them. So I really appreciate you, Mira, Royal Detective. And um, I think I'm going to end that episode here. I hope you enjoyed me dedicating an episode to this wonderful show. And if you have a kid, go and check it out. <laughs> Even if you don't have a kid, it's got really good music. Um, enjoy. <laughs> As we go into this weekend, I hope you can take some time for yourself and practice a bit of self-care and that you can really relax and, and um, then get back to the good fight of making our voices heard. Uh, I love you, and I will see you next week with another episode of the Amplify Her Podcast. Bye. I am so grateful that you've listened to this episode of the Amplify Her Podcast. If you're listening to this and you don't follow the show, one thing that would help the show tremendously is if you open that Apple app, if you're listening to it on Apple, Click on the title of the show and on the top right-hand corner, click that plus sign so you don't miss an episode. Not only does it help me to grow this show, but it helps you to be in the loop when episodes drop every Wednesday and every Friday. If you're listening to this show on Spotify, click on the show title of this episode to take you to the full listing of them and click follow. That way you won't miss a new episode as it comes out. For more information about the Amplify Her podcast, Amplify Her media, and the Amplify Her networking group, group, head to www.amplifyhermedia.com.